Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is part two of Man Baggage. We're talking about loyal loyalty. The fact you've come back shows you're already quite a loyal listener. I'm joined by Henry and Hugo Hammond. If you're going to be a player, at least have at least be good enough to be fluent in three or four different women. Be original. <laughs> it's like Thank I don't you. mind being cheated on, but can I have my own lies, please? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh shit. Right, well, let, let's move on a bit. There's loads of other ways that people are loyal. Interestingly, they have measured this with brands. You know, um, if you like, I don't know, ASOS or Top Man or whatever, men tend to be more loyal. Shockingly, 59% of men, if they, you know, if they start driving a Land Rover, they always drive a Land Rover. If they like a Huel milkshake after their workout, 59% of men are probably going to stick to the Huel milkshake. Whereas that, it's significantly more than women, 44%. So when it comes to having a commercial open mind and being sold to, it seems like girls are a little bit more canny when it comes to products and brands. Now, I was surprised... Maybe I'm sexist, but I would have guessed that almost the other way around. I just know that blokes hate change. They absolutely despise right. change. So if they can stick with something and they know it works and they know they like it, they just keep going for it because <laughs> you know, that change is the worst. I know, oh God, I hate it. It's awful. <laughs> I just think men are so funny. They're very much, I man, you woman, this it, and like, legit, <laughs> it's done. It's so hilarious. But I think that when it comes to commercial stuff, I don't think men are sold to that much. And they actually haven't been mm. for a while. Whereas women, we are consumers by nature, apparently. We'll go out and shop till we drop. Do you know what I mean? Whereas men don't do that because I don't think that anything no. really appeals to them that much until actually very recently, to be honest. That's why I love it. Internet shopping is for blokes. It's yeah. when you could like start to be able to go online. If it if it wasn't for like ASOS, I'd probably just be naked. I would rather walk around naked. Could you imagine going into a shop and going, here's my card, can I try something on? I'll just die of exhaustion in the doorway. <laughs> yeah. I've got so used to buying clothes online. <laughs> What about on social media? Are you quite, this really does measure our loyalty. You know, we have followers, how many people follow us, how many people are loyal to us. What do you think about the way social media has sort of commodified loyalty, if you like, Hugo? It's, it's, it's a sort of something that's measured now. How many people are loyal to you? Oh, you've got, you know, a million followers, you've got 20,000 followers, whatever. It's a bizarre time we live in, isn't it? Yeah, it's very strange. I mean, I went, again, before this summer, I, I had 1,200 loyal followers, the OGs, and then I went on the show and I've come out and I've got half a mil. So it's just, it's just crazy now. And obviously, I don't know how loyal they are. You know, next year, there'll be a new bunch of people on the show. And I guess we'll have to wait and see and see, you know, who I attract and who I keep and who I don't keep. I think my following is 90% women at the minute and 10% blokes, 
which is really tough, as you can imagine. It's really, really tough yeah. for me to take. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because no, you me, provide a mixed education. Yeah, <laughs> education yeah, exactly. for mixed schools. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it's interesting. Again, I'd love to see how many, well, I guess in a year's time, to see kind of what that's looking like and see kind of where that loyalty but, lies. But like. what does that feel like when you say that? I mean, I'm interested in what it feels like. Because they say I, uh, I look at how many followers I've got online. I've built those really fucking slowly, pun by pun, joke by joke. Mm. So it feels like... Uh, many i've got two three hundred thousand on instagram not loads but it feels relatively solid does it scare you saying a sentence like i've gone to half a million fuck knows if any of them will give a shit about me in a year as a human being you're not programmed to be able to deal with that very easily we're programmed to want people to like us and social media is it plays a dangerous game with those parts of your brain and mental well-being surely yeah it's absolutely crazy and i'm very lucky that i've got such a strong kind of family and close-knit friend group that you know can kind of like keep me grounded and are there for me if I need them. But you know, out the internet is a doggy dog place, especially when it's kind of that that fast. As you say, you kind of built up like a loyal over X amount of years. Whereas for me, it's just it's overnight, really, isn't it? So how do you deal with that? Just your family, or you think oh, it's all right at the moment, or are you actively using resources? The show's really good because they put on a massive aftercare structure for everyone to do with the kind of online presence and what you're doing and whatnot. But for me, as I say, it's it's my family and my friends that kind of keep me going and there for me. And you know, they're kind of the people that actually know me are kind of the opinions I really ma- that matter to me. Kind of everyone else, you know, it's not as important. You know, I mean, I just kind of ignore the trolling or anything like that. It's not really, doesn't really concern me. But yeah, as long as my friends and family still think I'm a, I'm a good guy and a nice bloke and the same bloke I was before the overnight fame, then that's, that's kind of what's important. And what's your approach to it, Henry, this sort of attention that you get online? Is it, is it a female, male following? Is it 50-50? What sort of um, attention are you getting and what's it like? Mine is, I think, 60% men and 40% women, which I was quite surprised by because I thought mine would be way more women. And I'd love way more women to follow me because female supremacy all the way. Um, But I think that I kind of flipped it in a little way. Like, I think that sometimes I go through the people that I'm following and I'm like, oh my gosh, I haven't spoken to you in 10 years. Should I still really be following you? And I still stay following them just because of that loyalty, I guess, from however many years ago. But really and truly, I should probably unfollow because I don't speak to you and I don't, do you know what I mean? We don't have that bond anymore. And it's it's not just like people like us that are in the public eye or whatever. It's it's the same on your, your normal Facebook for everyone. It, mm-hmm. That sort of fake loyalty. So if you go onto anyone's personal Facebook, even if they've only got 50 people on there, that's still much bigger probably than we're designed to, to cope with. We're probably designed yeah. to cope with about 20 people in our tribe while <laughs> someone goes and hunts a bit of wild elk or whatever. Yeah. Do you think it social media creates falseness with family ties and friends because you're seeing them online and your head's thinking well I'm still in a relationship with that person but you're not really you're just seeing their Facebook feed Mm. what is a relationship a relationship is contact and and going out and having a drink together and actually checking in do you think we've got like a bad conscience about how deep those relationships are or not uh big facts I think definitely that is a hundred percent a thing and not even just with family ties it's those people that you've maybe like met on a night out once and it's like, all right, yeah, I'm going to follow you. You follow me back. We're friends now. But you legit, you never see them again. I legit have people like that where I was so drunk one time. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow you. You look great tonight. I love you. And I've never spoken to them since. And all now I'm still following them. And is that like fake sense of loyalty? Do you know what I mean? I'm calling myself out. I should not be following you because I don't care really respectfully what anyone's got going on. So I should have unfollowed them all now, but I just haven't because I'm like, oh, I might look a bit shit. 
but about <laughs> perception. Do you know what I mean? It's crazy. It's just a crazy world. Another quick stat, just to finish up, we were talking about brands. Yes, men are more loyal to brands, but the only time it changes, this is, I mean, this is like a stereotype to come to life, this, is when a brand has a higher level of trust. So if it's a bank that's really trusted or a makeup brand that's really trusted or a clothing brand that's really trusted, then women customers are more loyal. So even in the world of brands, as soon as the brand itself has got more integrity and trust, women stay loyal. So there's obviously Makes something sense. in the brain that we look for, girls. Yeah. What about in friendship then? So you, you already touched on that earlier, Henry, but what do you think, um, Hugo? Do you think men are more likely to be loyal to their mates than girls? Because the stereotype is girls are always like bitching a bit more behind each other's backs. Yeah, I think it's, as I said, like it's blind loyalty with men, you know, I think been in, in, you know, gone out and stuff and you kind of just turn a blind eye to it and things like that. So I don't know. And then I think, I don't know, I remember someone saying this in the villa, actually, it's like, whenever girls are all out as a group, they go for like their bottomless brunch, whatever, like someone will bring the cocktail tree out and everyone will like record it and be like, woo, amazing, amazing, amazing. And then as soon as it's here, they'll just like stop and sit on their phones and just like be really like mellow and stuff. <laughs> so rather than, you know what I mean? They'll just be like, yeah, straight back into their phones. Whereas blokes wouldn't really do that. So, yeah, I don't know. I think, as I say, men's loyalty is a lot more blind, but I think girls communicate better. So I think they'd call each other out better and more importantly in, like, big situations, so to speak. There was plenty of that in Ibiza I just was. Like, five girls sat there like zombies. I thought they were mannequins in bikinis. And then one of them puts a phone on and they're all, like, chucking shapes. Oh, my God, I love this. As soon as the phone stops, it's, like, back into suspended animation. I couldn't imagine men doing that. Terry, I'm filming. Do your best dance move. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that? In friendship then, Henry, Henry yeah. this stereotype that girls are a little bit more bitchy behind each other's backs. How would I you disagree. Push? What do you think I think that the way society have pitted women against women, you don't pit two bad bitches against each other, first of all. Never. I think no. men are the worst. I think there's a saying here yeah, that if you look for the messiest bitch in your circle, it's probably a man because it is. They are <laughs> they are the worst. They are the ones that are always gossiping, always talking about each other, always like digging at each other as well, but without each other noticing. So when men are with each other, it's like, yeah, my G, my guy, you're my bro, you know, this, this, that. But behind each other's backs now, especially when women are involved, do you know what I mean? Or someone that they have like a love interest in, they're going to be slagging that person off very quickly. Yeah. Watch the people close to you, you know they'd be thinking about smoking you. That's Shakespeare's no. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Okay, I've got a question. Would you, Hugo, tell your friend something that your partner told you in secret? So your girlfriend, long-term in love girlfriend has told you something in secret. Would you, and she's like, please don't tell anyone, would you tell your best mate? It depends if it involved them or not. If it involved them, then I wouldn't. But if it didn't involve them, then, you know, if it was like my... I've got, like, two friendship groups. I've got, like, the inner ring and then, like, the outer ring. You're out for a drink with the inner ring. Your girlfriend tells you, right, I'm going to get... Okay, here's a good example, because I've known this to happen. Your girlfriend tells you, I'm going to get a boob job. Whether you agree with it or not, it's for my confidence. It's something I want to do for myself. It's really subtle. I'm getting a lift. No one needs to know. Please don't tell your friends. How are you not going to tell your inner ring my girlfriend's yeah. getting new tits? Yeah, they, they, they're knowing. They are knowing. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But knowing. she's asked you not to Great tell way. them. Yeah, but it, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's the same. If you reversed it as well, I think it'd be the same. You know, like girls gossip and stuff. So boys gossip just as much, you know, like as long as it doesn't involve them and no one's getting offended. And I trust them I'm that trying, they'll yeah. keep hush. 
like if you know it's like my brother like our family friends who've grown up since since we were like kids and i know i you know i know they've got me and they're not going to go gossiping it then that's fine yeah is that wrong it's quite it's a relatively innocent example i've done there henry but to the girl in question she would yeah. die of embarrassment if she thought her boyfriend had shared i can't think of what the male equivalent would be i'm going for a penis re- i'm going for a penis reduction please don't tell anyone henry i don't want anyone to know i'm uncomfortably hung uh, but i do need to go for a reduction um I don't know if I would say, I don't know, it depends on the news. Like most things, I probably would tell my partner what's going on, but I don't think I'd tell my friends what's going on with my partner, but I tell my partner what's going on with my friends. So say your partner confides in you, something really bad's happened at work. He's in trouble for something. He's a little bit, he's a little bit embarrassed about it. You're going to work through it. It's going to be fine. But he's like, I'm begging you, please just don't tell your friends. I don't want anyone to know this yeah. thing's happened to me and as disciplinary at work or whatever, would you find that hard after a couple of drinks not to share with your girls what you've been going through that week? Come I on. Probably, I'll probably only tell one person. I don't think I'll be able to, because the more people you tell, the more it's going to get spread around. And I hate being mm. the center of attention like that. So maybe like one person and that's it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Would you have loyalty to your partner over your in-laws or your own family? Have you ever done that? Would you, could, you, could you be enough in love with a man where you start to not see your family as much? I mean, this is a common thing. Girls and guys do yeah. this all the fucking time. <laughs> Big facts. Um, that's such a hard question. I think mm-hmm. that... If like there's a beef going on, yeah, between the person, my husband, let's say, and my family member, um, probably most likely to side with my husband, especially if he's not in the wrong. Do you know what I mean? Because I think family members want you to have blind loyalty to them, regardless. Like, I'm your mum, I'm your dad, I'm your uncle, I'm your aunt. I was there when you were small. But if that's the person I'm going home with, then please, I need mm-hmm. harmony in my matrimonial home. So <laughs> I will definitely side with my husband over a family member when it comes to stuff like that. 
Yeah, I've heard the same one of you, Hugo. You know yeah. what it's like. You know when you start to get in love and you're like, you haven't seen your mates for a while. You're like, you, don't, you get to Saturday, you actually don't want to go to the pub. You just want to like, be under the Netflix duvet with this girl that you're clearly <laughs> spending too much time with. We've all been there, turning yeah. into like lame, lame boyfriend neuters. You know what? I've had like, I've been with an ex before and my mother from the start was always just like, I don't like her. I don't trust her. I don't think she's, she's and I was Fuck. like, nah, she's great. This girl's amazing. Like she's the one like five months later, she literally was just the worst human being I've ever met. And her mother was always right. So I think now I've kind of got to give her the benefit of the doubt a lot in these situations because the one time I didn't listen to it, it ended very toxically. So credit where credit's due, I think, on that front. What you're saying is you would listen to your mum going forward. Because, I mean, any girls listening to this need to know there's an area manager involved. House of Lords. <laughs> yeah, I probably banged on about this too much at the villa as well. Like I always said, you know, like my mother's seal of approval, like my family's seal of approval is massive to me. Like because mm. yeah, it's just it's just a big factor, you know. I would like, as you say, harmony is key, and I'd like for everyone to kind of get get along and get involved. Um, thankfully, I haven't had a situation where there's been like a scrap between partner and family. So yeah, I guess I'll have to it's- use it to learn on the job. That phrase is a key phrase, isn't it, Henry? The seal of approval. There's all, I can think of loads of situations where there is nothing wrong with the guy you're seeing, for example. Uh, it's just not your mum and dad's cup of tea, whatever. Yeah. She doesn't like It's just a personality clash. No one's actually done anything wrong. Your mum's yeah. not in the wrong. Your fella's not in the wrong. It's just for whatever reason, it ain't going to happen this time. Mm-hmm. His picture with his arm around you is not going to be in the kitchen on the wall. She just doesn't <laughs> like him. How the fuck do you deal with that? You've got split, literally split loyalties there. Have you ever been in a situation like that? No, do you know, I've never, mum's loved me. Do you know what I mean? I've never like been in a situation like that, unfortunately. But do you know what I do want to throw into the ring? Men's blind loyalty to their own friends when it comes to their partners. So Mm -hmm. a man will be like, oh my gosh, guys, this is my girl. And maybe their friend is like, oh, I don't think she looks that nice, you know. And suddenly the guy is rethinking his relationship with that babe. That pisses me off so much because where, how does that happen? How do you hear Mm. a man's opinion on your babe that you picked out, that you like, and suddenly your mind is flipped? Well, that just shows how men work, doesn't it, Hugo, is we need <laughs> other men to be going for or we fall out of love. If they were really a mate, they wouldn't be doing that, though, you know? Like, Do I you think, think though? Well, I don't think yeah, so. I think you got to surround yourselves with better people than that. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they're calling someone you're interested in out like that and like to you, ah, that's not on, you know? That's so wait a minute, Hugo, uh, let's be a little bit brutal here because we're coming towards the end. If all of your friends thought you were saying, I'm going to use Essex dialect here, a minger, you would want them to keep that to themselves. Go, yeah, it. mate, oh, she's beautiful. Everyone, everyone agrees she's beautiful. So, because Henry, <laughs> specific, Henry specifically used the example of physical attraction. So if, you're, if your boys are all saying, are thinking, oh, what the fuck? She's real. You want them to be polite and go, oh, she's lovely, mate. Yeah, oh, she's absolutely lovely. Or would you want them to go, she's a lovely girl. She's physically, though, you know, I'm not, is she your type? You know, um, I mean, yeah, what would you, what do you want? Like that. If you put it like that, maybe I've got to have second thoughts. But I think if you're happy, they should be happy for you, you know? If you're happy, they should be happy for you. Right. you Hugo, like you shouldn't be having second thoughts, Hugo. You're going to get me upset. <laughs> Don't have no second thoughts. That's your game. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but that's the problem. You're just as bad. Shocking. All right, we just got five minutes left to talk about these important things, particularly uh, as we go into 2022, getting our careers back on ground, is, is making sure we stay in jobs where we can advance. And loyalty is a big thing in business. I mean, how far would you be prepared to be loyal or disloyal 
to get ahead, Henry. You, sh- I mean, I don't know as much about you professionally as I probably should uh, before coming on here, but you strike me as someone who probably wouldn't fuck about if you want to go after a project or an opportunity. Yeah, but if there was a disconnect, say, I don't know, say you're working with someone who's been great for you, but they're a bit more small fry. And in order for you to advance, you're going to have to shit on the small fry person to move with the bigger pack. I know I've been held back in my career because of my inability to do that. So I would stay loyal to the small fry just to show what a good guy I am hanging out with my original peeps. Whereas really, if I was a bit more disloyal and brutal, I probably could make slightly bigger moves here and there. Yeah. I believe in like advancing where you can. And if a bigger opportunity or a bigger blessing comes, you'd like to think that whoever you're with kind of understands that you do need to like grow. So blind loyalty there doesn't doesn't work because where how are you ever going to advance? You just won't like you'll literally stay in the same place forever. So if something comes and it's like a really big blessing, take it, man. All but I, it's, a, it's a real, it's a real situation. I mean, when I started new in comedy, there was, there was a, I mean, I was fucking, it never occurred to me. I'm just a nobody from a fucking council estate. I didn't even know what stand up was. I'd never been mm-hmm. to see stand up. We didn't, we didn't go to the theater at the weekend when mm-hmm. I was a kid. You smoked weed over the park, then failed your exams. That was like, that was your duty. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started doing stand up and this guy took me under his wing and was giving me all these little gigs, took like a father figure. My dad had passed away at the time. And I really struggled to not be represented by this guy that took me under the wing. There was no, he was going to be nice and want me to grow. He was like, I've discovered you, you're my chance to advance. And then my brain was going, shit, I need to sign up with this big sort of Manchester United sized comedy agency. And there was a tug there. And there was no right solution because one, shout on a person who take me under the wing and show me what stand up can be. Mm -hmm. The other leads to where I am now, loving life and doing stand-up. What's the correct thing to do? And you're going to have situations coming right at you like that now, Hugo, because you're moving from being new into moving on into other things. I think when you mix friends and business, it's potentially a tricky one, isn't it? You know, it's it's a tough one when, as you say, you, you mix that pleasure and your business because where do your loyalties lie? It's a tough one because do you focus on your career or do you focus on lifting your friends up with you at the same time? Like, where, where do you belong? And it's tough to know, well, for example, in my situation now, who is actually my friend? I don't know. You know, obviously I've got my people I knew before the show, but now I guess even in, in love as well, however you, want to think, however you want to put it, do people want me for me or do they want Hugo from Love Island? It's, very, it's a very tricky yeah. one to kind of manifest and try, try and work out. So, yeah, I guess, again, I'm just learning really on the job at the minute and trying to figure out, you know, who my people are and who aren't my people and having a close-knit family really helps with that. Whenever anything takes off, it happens. I rewatched the other day. I was on the airplane. I rewatched Eight Mile. It, it just reminded me of when I was like new in my stand-up and it's all like, it's all cute. It's just you and your friends having fun. And sooner or later, Mr. Corporate's like, ah, comes in with his wings. And you. there is a crossroads moment where you have to decide loyalty and ambition. Sometimes they're, they're not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And that's a fucking horrible thing to admit. I mean, all the wages and the way our corporate boards are structured, Henry, would suggest there's definitely something going on, whether it's endemic, sexism, patriarchy, whatever. But do you think men are slightly better overall at being disloyal and cutthroat to make moves than girls are? Mm. That one is a very interesting question. I think everybody, because of the pandemic and because we know that nothing is... Do you know what I mean? Set in stone anymore. Everyone is being disloyal. I think coming out of the pandemic, I've seen way more stories of people that are like, yep, I've jumped from one job to my next job and I've got a better salary because of it and I'm doing this, this, that and the other. 
So I think genuinely it's something that everybody's taken on board, especially post pandemic and post lockdown. Yeah. Do you think like loyalties are, could be seen in the workplace as a, a sort of a bit of a middle class luxury? I mean, yeah. I've got my values. I'm not going to go against them. It's like yeah. fucking like my uncle Darren's going to go. He's got to fucking work at Argos. And that's that. Yeah. It wouldn't matter what Argos's values are. He's got to pay. Oh, really? I couldn't work somewhere where my values weren't matched. Well, you're not yeah. going to eat then, you fucking twat. <laughs> Well, welcome to planet earth yeah like, I, i'm even like that myself do you do you know hugo there's a lot of like here's my values and i'm loyal to these and these are my core values and i will only work with green ethical brand and then a brand goes yeah well i've got this much money and you start to think shit man how much do i actually believe in my core values <laughs> so if someone comes along and goes russell you'll be hosting the landmine and cigarette awards absolutely no way this is the fee. I'll see you Thursday. Uh, I mean, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a quick descent into uh, immorality if the fee is high enough, right, Hugo? Let's, let's do a bit, little bit of real talk. What do you think? Yeah, I guess, yeah. As you say, everyone's got a price in that situation, don't they, I suppose, you know? Haven't spoken to people since coming out, you know? Some people have said, like, you know, oh, I won't do that, but, you know, if they offered me this, then I would do that. You know, that's kind of where that middle ground is, which, again, you know... It's probably morally wrong, I guess. But as you say, we've got to eat. We've got to eat. It is well morally wrong. But yeah. but it's but it, listen, I'm only on. I I'm like I would never do let paid for a post. But you know, if the price is high enough, damn right, I'll be pouring a protein shake down my pants and thrusting it towards the camera on a boomerang. What if it fucking deposit on a house? Yes, protein shake down the pants. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be real, Henry. You, where is your threshold of? Excuse me, I don't care. Life's not just about money. Yeah. I don't care. You could put another five zeros on that. You won't persuade me. Are you one of those, or are you a bit like yeah. saying that? But behind the scenes. <laughs> no, do you know what's so funny? I was having this conversation today, today. No, because no. A certain, I don't know if I can even say it, but a certain things come out by a certain person and we're like, hmm, why is this a thing right now? Do you know what I mean? Would you ever produce that show? Would you ever be a part of it? And I'm telling you, no, never. I think that, I don't know, just because of who I am and being a black woman, there are some things that I will just never be a part of just never I can't put my name on it I can't be a part of it and I think that being a black woman kind of helps that in a way because when I say no it fully means no nobody even questions me do you know what I mean nobody wants to they're too scared to say anything and I like it like that <laughs> well we finally found one moral amongst the three of us the fuck for that, <laughs> well, well thank you very much for joining me Henry and Hugo Hammond thank please you. if you've just happened upon this episode of Man Baggage because you're into loyalty and you've not yet subscribed, that in itself is a paradox. Subscribe and show some loyalty to me, bitches. Uh, and do leave some comments. We'd love to hear from you. Go to wherever you get your podcasts, hit subscribe. There's loads of other subjects. But thank you very much. I've been Russell Cade. My man baggage is now empty. I'm off on Instagram to stalk some gills. <laughs> Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. 